Well, good morning and welcome to The Drive. Uh, sorry guys, it's been about a week since I've uh, recorded an episode. Um, I got sick, got better, got back to my normal routine. And then my uh, a couple pastors came into town. And my one's my brother-in-law who took over uh, the last church I was an assistant pastor at for, for quite a while. And also Mike Boone, who he... Uh, he runs a children's ministry, but he also took over missions for me and stuff in my last church. He's awesome. But they came in town, and um, we were talking and uh, fellowshipping and and praying. And also uh, Pastor Daryl from Calvary Chapel Eastern Shore, who I served with at LA at Calvary Chapel LAX. Uh, we all met together yesterday at Fairhope. So, um, so it's been a busy time, but it's been a good time. Right? It's been a good time just realizing that. You know, we started almost kind of like started out together. Um, we have a long and uh, authentic history as far as um, serving the Lord together. And so, yeah, it was just a just an awesome time. And they're still here. Uh, they're leaving uh, leaving out today to drive back to New Orleans, but to fly out back to Southern California. But uh, but yeah, it's been a huge blessing. It's been refreshing. You know how it is when you hang out with uh, you know fellow believers and talk about the Lord and what He's doing and uh, what what He wants to do for the future and seeking Him together. It's just uh, uh, just awesome, just awesome. Um, but I'm back running to the gym real quick this morning before all the different things going on today. So I uh, it's January 31st, almost the end of the first month of 2024, and uh, <laughs> Excuse me, I don't know about you guys, but it's, I don't know if it's, it's flown by. It's been kind of slow because, you know, beginning of the year we were all sick and time went by slow and we're all better, we all feel better, but still have a little cough. It's just one of those annoying things that keep keeps hanging on. But again, God uses everything to grow us in you know, patience and all kinds of godly attributes and traits that... He knows what we need, <laughs> so. But it has, even despite all this, all the things that happened, it's it's been a blessing this month, and uh, I hope you guys are continuing to seek the Lord and seeing what He has for you. And um, sometimes, sometimes it's a new year, and it's not a new season. We just continue on with the same old thing, except for maybe we get a different mindset, perspective. Uh, we're, we have goals of being more diligent spiritual wise other times it's a new year and it actually is a new season and so um, trying to adjust to what God is doing and there are changes and you know God knows that most of us are kind of like whoa change okay um, is this necessary and you know yes oftentimes it is <laughs> and so we we go with we don't go with the flow definitely don't do that we go against the flow but we simply do what God wants us to do and take those steps of faith and see him show up every time every time but anyway um, as we're going on you know we started out with the the birth of Jesus then we went to like the actions of Jesus what he was doing and uh, we've been on the Sermon on the Mount and the Beatitudes uh, basically about the words of Jesus and you know, we continue on in that vein, and we're not doing every verse, you know, every topic, but I am just kind of like, if you will, kind of going over some highlights and things that are sticking out to me, and uh, going through the Gospel of uh, Matthew chapter uh, 5 and 6, uh, but 
this one is huge. The one I'm about to about to read and talk about is huge because people don't understand it. And uh, let me just read you too. I haven't been reading it, but let me just read you some of it. Jesus says, "You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy." Right? That's a logical, worldly way of seeing things. Jesus said, "But I say to you, love your enemies and pray." For those who persecute you, so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. He goes on, he says, For he makes the sun rise on the evil and the good, and sends rain on the just and the unjust. <laughs> I'm sorry, every time I talk about Jesus, you know, saying, Love your enemies, pray for those who persecute you. I think about when I was a manager in Hollywood at American Eagle. I went to the store that was failing. It was like last in the district. It was doing horrible. And they needed a manager to come in and revamp it. And essentially fire all the people that were not working and lazy and making the store just bad. And um, group hire a bunch of people to take over for them. And so that's kind of what I, I was hired to do. So I came in. I evaluated. I did some low profile group hiring and I worked with the people that were there and I kind of gave them an ultimatum I said well you can work start working hard and get more hours or stay doing the minimum and get your hours cut hours cut hours cut excuse me it's still early and I still haven't had my coffee but um so that's what I was I was called to do but I remember I was talking to this one guy who I hired and uh, we were in the stock room getting something you know and he knew I was a Christian. I wasn't shy about it. I didn't hide it. I, and it was in you know it was in Hollywood, so it d- didn't go over well with most people saying that you're a Christian. There's a lot of animosity toward believers, and so I told him about that. Yeah, you know Jesus says love your enemies because he was talking about someone he hates or something, and he's like, what? That's that's dumb. Why would I do that? Like it was so anathema to him. It was so weird to him and antithetical. And he had no clue. He couldn't even wrap his mind around the thought of ever doing that. And so I was explaining to to him the fact that Jesus reflected the Father's heart as an example for us. And that God is love. And that he's got a forgiveness. And that when we rip... Anyway, I told him the whole thing. Conviction, repentance, forgiveness, freedom. I told him the whole thing. And still, though, he just, he was, like, shaking his head like like it was so foreign. Like, I can't believe it. But you know what I think about when, when I think about Jesus saying, love, love your enemies? He demonstrated it when he was on the cross, remember? And he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He asked forgiveness for the ones who were murdering him. As, they, as he was hanging on the cross close to dead that is the definition of practice what you preach right I mean Jesus literally asked forgiveness from the cross for those who persecuted him who mocked him who spit on him who pulled out his beard who put a crown of thorns on him who took the flagellum and beat his back who who made him unrecognizable with the blood and the sinews and the bone exposed in his body and it's like 
Father, forgive them. <laughs> is that wild or what? Like, that is... That is, like, the ultimate um, example and demonstration of loving your enemies and praying, literally praying for those who were persecuting at that moment, persecuting him. He prayed for them. Father, forgive them. I mean... <laughs> That, to me, is just eye-opening, mind-blowing, amazing action. And I love it because that's our example. And Stephen, the first martyr in Acts chapter 7, did just a similar thing. Knowing what his Savior did, he was being dragged out of court for his faith. And they picked up rocks, the religious leaders, the religious establishment. And they picked up rocks and they started stoning him to death. (laughs) And as they were stoning Stephen to death, remember he said, do not charge them with this crime. And it's like, what? And I love that. You know why? Because he was doing exactly what Jesus said to do. It wasn't just this, you know theoretical concept in his mind it was a reality in his actions and that's the Christian life it's not just this theory it's not just education it's not just information it's the word of God that leads to transformation that's not just about hearing it but it's about doing it like James writes it's about living out what God has laid out in his perfect word that's the Christian life It's not just this plastic, outward, you know, kind of thing like the Pharisees, you know, who Jesus called hypocrites, which means play actors, which means they put on a mask. It's real. I think a lot of people need to take off that mask and not play Christianity and act like they have it all together, but take off that mask and say, this is who I really am, and this is who God made me, and this is how God is growing me. People appreciate that, they love that, it's authentic and it's real. And that's how we're called to be. Amen. Well, hey, God bless you guys. Good to be back. Uh, I'll talk to you guys in the morning. Praying for you guys. Love you guys. Talk to you soon.